Welcome to A Month with Matthew in Croatia. I'm writer Matthew Felix, and I needed to get away for a while to figure out what was next for me. And this is what happened when I did. These are travel anecdotes, stories, and ruminations from my month in a small island village in Croatia. From the characters I met to the experiences I had, some funny, some frustrating, to the thoughts, memories, and emotions that came up for me during my solo retreat in the seaside village in Croatia. Another unforeseen issue today, feeling really, really frustrated. So when I reserved this place, there were, on the profile, the landlord's profile had two places. This place and another place and some other some other location, not even on this island. Well, it turns out they rent, or whoever they is, she rents a unit that is part of this property. So there's a wall on the outside in the alley, and you know, there's a door that opens onto this little courtyard. Well, there's another really small house right across this minuscule. I mean, it's like, I don't know, six or 10 feet. It's really, really small. And there's a little house there. Well, that's a rental which is fine. I don't care as long as, you know, as long as whoever rents there is, you know, is respectful and I don't have to deal with them. Well, I do have to deal with the people who showed up today. So first of all, I didn't even know it was a rental. Secondly, an Australian family with two screaming, crying kids has shown up. Now they're hanging out right outside my front door because again, the space between our houses is really small. And then they have a terrace that's part of that little house. And so because the space between our houses is so small, their terrace is right next to mine. Well, of course, the kids are hanging out on the terrace screaming, I mean, literally screaming, and then crying when they're not happy. And then the parents scream back at them because they get so frustrated with the kids. So this, this is not good. I'm stressing. This is not the quiet house that I was promised. And, you know, I'm not going to say anything to the family. I mean, they're, the, the kids are toddlers, not toddlers, but they're, you know, they're, I don't know how old they are, how old they are, five or six, four or five. I mean, they're really, you know, maybe they, maybe that is a toddler. I don't know. But, you know, they're little kids and that's what little kids do. So it's not the family's fault. But the point is, I didn't know that that, that was a possibility that I would have screaming kids in my space. And so I'm just so, so frustrated. The other thing that happened today was the cleaning lady was supposed to come. Now, I didn't even know that I had a cleaning lady. I don't think I've ever had one in any of my, you know, short-term rentals. Nothing wrong with a cleaning lady. Cleaning lady, I guess, could be good. But thing is, I'm really clean. You know, I keep things very tidy. I don't actually need a cleaning lady. You know, I've got a washing machine. I can wash my sheets. I can wash my towels. I can, you know, I sweep. I just use the same bowl and the same plates over and over again. So there's just really not a need for a cleaning lady. On the other hand, I don't know if this cleaning lady, if I say I don't want her to come, then I don't know if she's not going to get paid. So I did think of that. And so I thought, okay, well, I'll just, that's cool. She can can come. It's not going to hurt me to have a cleaning lady. On the other hand, it is kind of inconvenient because even though perhaps I shouldn't, I do feel a little bit of a responsibility to tidy up the place, you know, and to kind of put some stuff away and make sure that, you know, certain things like, like my, you know, my hard drive isn't hanging out or anything like, or, you know, my passport's not on the desk or, you know, 
not that I'm worried about that sort of thing, but just, just to be cautious. I don't know. I've never met this woman, right? So in that sense, it's kind of inconvenient, even though, sure, it'll be nice to have someone to tidy up. So I figure out, you know, I coordinate the time that the lady is going to show up. And I go out for those for a couple hours when she's supposed to be here. Because the other thing is, I don't know, for her, it might be weird to have some strange guy watching her do her job, right? So I thought I'll give her some space and, and head out. And of course, you know, center of town is just a few minutes away. So no big deal. Well, I come back and nothing has happened. You know, the bed has not, the sheets on the bed haven't been changed. Towels in the bathroom are as I left them. And I don't, that's fine with me. I'm actually fine that she didn't come. So I, I email or I, you know, I uh, message the landlord and I say, Hey, you know, cleaning lady didn't come. No big deal. Uh, I don't actually need a cleaning lady. So you can just go ahead and tell her she doesn't need to come. It's, you know, it's cool. Well, I get a message right away. Oh, sorry, there was a misunderstanding. She's actually coming at 5 o'clock. Well, at 4.45 and 4.50, when, which is when I wrote that message, I was sitting here trashed from the beach. You know, I hadn't showered yet, and I'm all just like sweaty from, from walking back. And I really needed to shower. I had not cleaned up the place in preparation for having a stranger in my space. And I wasn't going to go back out. I'd already been out. So I wrote the landlord. I said, okay, well, that's cool, but I'm going to have to be here. She write back. She writes, writes back and says, you know, there's no problem. Well, the cleaning lady shows up and, you know, the cleaning lady is, you know, a really nice woman in her 20s. And she says, oh, the place is really clean. <laughs> and I said, yeah. The place is really clean. I said, I actually, I told the landlord you didn't need to come, but she sent you anyway. And she says, oh, okay, well then, you know, I can just leave you the sheets. I said, sure, that's fine. Leave me the clean sheets and clean towels. Now, I already have piles of towels. I don't know why. It's great. I'd rather have more towels than not enough towels, but they have really done an amazing job of ensuring that I have months worth of towels here. All the same, she brings more towels and clean sheets. So... She goes upstairs, cleans my, you know, or changes my bed, and that's all she's going to do. And so she's, you know, she's like, well, maybe, you, you know, you don't need me to come. And I said, well, not really. I mean, I said, you know, if you want to come, you're welcome to come, but I don't actually need you. And again, the, the whole point there was I wanted her to be able to come if she was going to lose money on the deal, you know. She's like, okay, cool, I won't come. Did not think twice. <laughs> so clearly she is a salaried employee that, yeah, she was, there was no, not even a moment of hesitation. She was excited not to have to come back. We had a nice conversation, really friendly woman. She asked me how I liked the house, you know, because to her, it's, she, she prefers modern places, you know, whereas to us, us being like Americans who haven't grown up with these kind of really old structures, um, you know, this, this is much more interesting to me than, you know, a condo on the beach or something. So we kind of had a little conversation and kind of a laugh about that. And then she took off. So that was a pleasant interaction. Hopefully the Australian family isn't staying that long. I've just, I, when I wrote about, um, when I wrote the landlord about the interaction with the cleaning lady, I asked about the Australians. I didn't do it in a confrontational or a complaining way. But I just wanted to get the information so I have some idea of how long 
I'm going to have to be dealing with those rugrats. Huge milestone in my time here today, this morning at the cafe. Got my special table, sat down, started getting situated. Moment or two later, lo and behold, the server, without, you know, I hadn't talked to her at all, hadn't had any interaction with her yet, shows up with my coffee and water for the first time, without my asking. And you know, I know on the surface that's not that big a deal. And I know that she, you know, she just got it because I've I've ordered that enough times that she knows what I want. But still, it's those little gestures, right? She still could have just gone through the motions. She didn't have to show that she'd been paying attention, you know, that she knew what I liked, knew what I wanted, and that we had that sort of level of comfort that she could just make that assumption and operate on that assumption and take care of me without my having to ask. And I know, like I said, I know it's a small gesture, but it is those little things, those little gestures that can really make you feel good, right? I mean, it's just a reminder that that we don't always have to make grand overtures or big gestures to make a difference. That little gesture this morning just made me feel good. And, uh, and uh, it's nice to know that going forward, I'm not going to have to order my coffee because it's just going to come. <laughs> so anyway, uh, a sweet little exchange this morning that uh, got my day off to a really good start. A strange issue with this house is the front door. Now, sometimes you might have problems with a key when you're trying to get into a door. Like maybe there's a problem with the lock or maybe the door sticks, whatever. I have no issues getting into the house. Ironically, I can't get out of the house. This has happened several times where, so there are two doors. There's the, um, there's the door itself, and then which doesn't lock. And then, for whatever reason, there's a massive keyhole. So I guess it's an old door and the keyhole's so big, it, you know, it really, it would just be kind of be a joke. So the door that locks is the shutter door on the outside that, you know, again, it's a shutter to, to keep out the sunlight because all the, all the windows, all the doors here have, have big shutters because, you know, it gets so hot. I can't open that door half the time. Like I'll spend a minute trying to open that door. And that is not a problem. I think I've, I don't think I've ever had a problem getting out of a house. It's just sometimes you have problems getting in. So I don't know what the deal is. And it's really frustrating because it seems like it should be so straightforward. And yet time after time that I leave the house, I just get stuck. So I don't know what I'm going to do if there's a fire. Uh, I guess I'm just going to have to, you know, jump off the terrace, which thankfully it's probably is, is definitely doable without, you know, without losing my life. But, um, yeah, it's just weird. I don't know. I got to figure this out. I also feel like it must be something so obvious that I'm just not figuring it out. But, um, anyway, peculiar problem not to be able to get out of a house. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I got to figure it out. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and check out MatthewFelix.com for information about my books, other podcasts, and much more.